This is OPI Talk, the voice of the business products industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of OPI Talk with me, Andy Braithwaite. In today's episode, we're heading over to the USA to speak with George Ansia, who is the Director of Sales at Flortex USA. Good morning, I was say good morning, good afternoon for me. Good morning for you, George. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me, Andy. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak with you and uh, uh, looking forward to sharing some thoughts with you today. Okay, yeah. great. So we're going to focus a little bit on the Neocon show, which took place earlier this month. Before we do that, I know you've been in the office products industry, I think, for more than 25 years. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. just tell us a little bit about your, your career and uh, how you ended up at Flortex. Sure. Well, you know, how I got into this business was by happenstance. I was working for a, a big consumer company, Polaroid, who many, many people know. Um, and uh, we had the company had decided to um, manufacture overhead transparency in film, and they wanted they looked. They were looking for an outlet, and the outlet they thought was best would be the Office Products Channel. So I was in one of their offices in the Chicago area. I kind of. I'm not saying I drew the uh, short straw, but they selected me to kind of kind of work the channel. Well, what I didn't know, Andy, and this is what makes the story kind of crazy, is Joe Template, uh, the VP over at Ascendant for all those years in United at that yeah. time, was an ex Polaroid employee. He was a friend of my boss, and I did not know that. Hmm. So I was I was given an introduction to Joe from my boss. Nobody told me about the background, about asking and inviting Joe. And at that time, Bob Peterson, who was the VP over at um, of merchandise over, over at United, to our headquarters in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, to talk about this new initiative that Polaroid was coming out with. So long story short, yeah, they accepted. Uh, they 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 came to Boston. Um, we gave them the big picture what the, what they wanted what we wanted to do. And Joe, being Joe, said, "Great, you know, I love Polaroid. I work for Polaroid. Blah blah blah. Um, I'd love to support you, but I also need your instant your camera, your instant imaging products, your cameras, and your film. And at that time, Polaroid would not sell that product to anybody but authorized distributors, wow. dealers across the U.S. So." We did make a deal. We did give them camera and film. They did. They did decide to put on, put in their overhead projectors and, and film. And then I, I had to go around the United States and assemble a sales force, which I did of manufacturers reps with no experience in this business whatsoever. So it took me a year. Yeah. I did it, and then Polaroid moved me on to a new job. So I kind of left it. But uh, long story short, that's how I got in the channel. Uh, and uh, you know, to kind of make it crazier, this is 1989. Mm. Um, and what kind of made it crazier was, you know, after Polaroid you know, sent me back to my regular job and they, you know, they hired another group just to do office products because they didn't think it was, you know, a big enough channel at the time. I, I got a call out of the blue from Eldon, the old Eldon office products. Um, they had heard my name bantered around, you know, I was somebody new. I, I had really no background in the, in the business other than the fact to say that because of the company I represented in that one year, I got to meet all the biggies in the office products business at, at the time because they they wanted Polaroid, which was which was kind of kind of funny. So I even got to meet the, the infamous Bill Pitchler at Eastman's way back. Oh yes, and I, 
I was invited in his office and, and, and you know, kind of had a meeting with, with the big guy, which is kind of nice. I met, I met Stenberg. I met, uh, uh, I, I met Dave Fuentes from Office Depot. I, I kind of met everybody because big brand, big name, and, and whatever. So that was my introduction. Uh, but, you know, from there, I went on, went on to Eldon and really got into the business because I was a regional in the Midwest and had the whole Eldon line. And it was a great opportunity. And, but unfortunately, they got purchased. They get purchased by Rubbermaid. I got tossed out in the purchase, but you know that happens. I, I was eliminated, and and then I hooked up with 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 Hunt Manufacturing, the original Hunt company, Boston Pencil Sharpener, Exacto Knife, all those brands as a, as a regional. Spent a, 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 about ten years with Hunt. Um, went from the OP side to their data product side. Uh, ran their division called Mediumate, which is computer accessories. And then got promoted to, to run their home as market business. It, it was a great experience. They were a great company. Um, and, you know, as they kind of were seeking new ways to do business, uh, I, I left and went to work for the Duo Tank. They're the biggest pocket folder guy out and, and still out there today. Well, they, they, they were purchased by SLSA, but mm. yeah, I worked for them as their VP of commercial channel. And that's how I really got ingrained more and more in the commercial side of the business. And, you know, Duotang was a great company, uh, manufactured these pocket folders, paper folders in Michigan, of all places, had an automated line that could compete with the Chinese. And we still, while I was there, we still re retained the number one position at back to school for pocket folders. Better than China, which is great. So that was okay, good. Uh, it was it was, was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, you know, from there I went on to Storix. That was a, a pure startup for me, which I really enjoyed. Uh, Storix is out there today. I joined them in, in 2001 um, as they were entering the marketplace, um, and I brought them not only into the mass and office superstores, but eventually into the commercial office products channel uh, with new products, mm -hmm. and which still sit there today. Uh, I took a break for a while. I went into the toy business for 12 years. And I came, I came back uh, hot and heavy in office products back in 2014. So I have been with uh, Flortex uh, since 2020 and, uh, you know, took over a, a role. I had known Steve, uh, Steve Bull, our CEO and owner. There was an opportunity where, you know, his, his president, Peter Stubblefield, retired here in the U.S. And um, Steve was kind of doing things on his own, running, running the business and the OP side of it. He had a couple conversations back and forth, and we decided to get together, which has been great. So I've been been with them since uh, March of uh, 2020. Yeah, and what a time! What a time to join just, the company! I was just right? about to say something. Something else happened in March 2020, yeah. didn't it? Oh <laughs> goodness! Yeah. Well, actually, I, w I was in the in the UK the week before uh, that last week of February that year, and and Steve Steve met me in the US. We went on a, on a quick tour and saw Ascendant and saw SP Richards and saw some other folks. Um, he went back to the UK. I went back to Chicago and boom, COVID hit. So here, yeah. here we were. And you probably haven't seen each other face to face since then, have you? Have, have not seen him face to face since then, which yeah. is crazy. Everything yeah. has been on Zoom. Well, it, we used to use Skype and then, you know, we switched to Microsoft Teams, but, you know, we've become, we've become that, that company now, like every company's become communicating over the, over the internet, yeah. you know, and the funny thing about that is Andy, you know, while it took a little bit getting used to, they can call you anytime. We, we can we can have a sit down like we're doing right now, any time of the day, yeah. just with the art, boom, just call you on Teams and you can have your face-to-face -face conversation. So 
I'm sure it's sure it was a, it was a lot getting used to for everybody, but um, we're all used to it now, yeah. and it works pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in this this hybrid hybrid world now, especially in the in the sales business. Yeah, in in a, yeah, in the sales business, you know, and I'll say this for for the customers, you know, at, at first they were reluctant to do video with you, um, and and now they all do. Uh, but at first, when this all happened, they would talk to you on Teams, but they wouldn't they wouldn't put on their camera. It was always just a conversation, like on a phone with a blank screen. But that's all changed now too. So. Yeah. Everybody's used to this new communication mode. Yeah, well, I think it's going to flip on its head. You're going to probably, they're probably going to say, you need a good reason to come and see me in, in the office. We'll do something over, over a video call if, if it's just well, a, a, a routine call. Yeah, you know, I, I think that will be, you know, be part of what happens th- uh, throughout the pandemic. You know, when it comes to showing products and, and the like demoing and, and things, yes, yeah. we'll definitely have to do the face to face. But those, you know, quarterly meetings that, you know, I look forward to when you do a business review and go over numbers, you can do this now on Teams. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to change that landscape a bit. And, you know, people have to not worry about seeing other people. I'm talking about the customers, and um, but, but they're getting there. Um, you know, and of all of our customers, SP Richards was the first one to open the door. So um, I actually went to see them in June of this year, which was great when they were allowing vendor meetings and, you know, very controlled and the like, you need an appointment, you know, you have to be show proof of vaccination or you're, you're, you're COVID free or whatever. And you'd have these uh, meetings in a big conference room instead of, a, of, a, of an office now and it's worked out well. Um, so yeah, they're the first ones to open the door and I'm finding now that the other big guys are starting to do the same thing. So face-to-face will be happening again. Sure. Um- Nothing will ever replace that totally. No. And that networking part is so important to any, any business or any industry. Oh, no, for sure. You know. Yeah. Okay. Now, what, while we're on the subject of face-to-face meetings, that's partly the reason for, for this podcast is the recent Neocon show. So what was the overall impression of Neocon in, in 2021? Ooh, you know, it, it, was, it was different. Uh, I really... I mean, I thought that the Mark did a great job in how they repositioned like the seventh floor where Flortex had, had, had our booth. Uh, they made the aisles wider. Uh, a lot of the booths were accessible on more than one side, which was great. Things weren't closed in. Uh, and, it, you know, what we found and, you know, we had some anticipation at first of who was going to be there, who was going to come and, and the like. But because of the openness, People now were able to walk into booths, especially like ours, and we were demoing our anti-fatigue products and products around the floor. People who were able to walk in, they actually touched and feel and stepped on and walked on product. It was great. So, mm. Again, we were very apprehensive at first of who was going to show. Uh, if anybody, I'll say the attendance was probably half of what it was before. That's, you know, just because of the protocols and, you know, what, you, what people needed to do to get in. Um, but those that came showed genuine interest of, and, and products. And again, in shows past, you had, the, you had a small booth. And, if, you know, if you had a 10 by 10 booth and you had three company people in the booth and, and one or two customers are coming, you're crowded. Mm. And then other customers would, you know, if the aisles were crowded. They would kind of walk, they, they would stand in front for a while if, 
there was, there was no way in, they would walk by, walk on by. So hmm. people that we missed, I'm, I'm sure in the past, we were able to see this time. So that was great. Okay. Did, did you have to pay more for a larger booth? No, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice too. And um, uh, our marketing manager, John Barker, who negotiated the, the, the booth was able to get us uh, a, a three-sided booth. So we were open on three sides, which was yeah. even the best. So we had a, we had a, we had a, we had a back wall um, with all our graphics and then customers could enter on three different sides. Yeah, I but, saw some, saw some pictures. It looked very spacious and very, very, yeah. as you said, very easy to move around in, in the booth. Yeah. 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 And, you know, again, for the products we were demoing there, the anti-fatigue products, you know, for standing desks and, and, and like, or just the active office. It's one thing to pitch a customer and you know, like he sees a presentation or a deck or some literature, but another thing for them to actually get on the product and see the differences and see how it makes your back feel and your feet feel and whatever. It was great. Yeah. And so, that's something you haven't been able to do for the past year or year and a half, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So, you know, and I, and going over what our um, kind of prospects look like from the show and, and talking with, with Matt, who, who actually worked the show and, in 2019 for Flortex, he said we had way more, way more interest this time, a lot more customers and a lot more leads. So for less attendees, at least our benefit was we, we, we were able to see quality customers and able to put together a pretty good list of, of follow-ups. Okay. Yeah. Are people just happy to, to be back in an in-person event quite simply just to you know, shake hands or fist bump or whatever you were doing, but it was just good, good to meet people again. It was good to meet people. There was a lot of fist bumping. I'll say yeah. that. Not a lot of handshaking, but there was a lot of fist bumping, which was good. But yeah, people were happy to, to see people. Um, and and every, everybody who seemed to come by, you could tell they had a smile on. They had a mask on, but they always, always seemed to have a smile on. So um, yeah, people Man, were, were actually happy to, to see people. Okay. Uh, Many people from the Office Products channel? Yeah, from the, from the OP channel, yes. You know, the uh, the group from uh, SB came by. Uh, Ascended came by, which was great. Office Depot came by in mass, uh, which, which was great. Uh, Staples did not attend. So we didn't have, we didn't have anybody from Staples. They, they didn't send anybody there. But the other, other big guys, they all, they all came. Mm. And, Is that uh, travel, they, travel protocols while well, it, it didn't go or another reason maybe? Well, yeah, yeah I, travel protocols are what, what I was told about Staples, why they decided not to go. Mm. And, you know, yeah. and, you know they, 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 had, they had good reasons, but, you know, luckily the, their Ascendant division, whatever you want to call it, they, they came. Uh, so that was nice. But, you know, Ascendant's home turf, right? They're in Chicago, so it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Then if you had a chance to walk the walk the show a little bit and see what some of the, the trends were. I think the slogan or the tagline of the show this year was design a new, there's an idea of you know, the office the workplace changing and redesign. Was that, was that something you, you felt and, and saw there? You know, you know, and, and our, and our floor, cause I, you know, I didn't get off of seven much at all because of uh, there's only, only two of us to, to cover mm. the, the show, but on seven was, there's, there's a lot of innovation. Yes. You know, I saw, where I was walking, I saw the furniture people who seemed to take more of a consumer trend to some of their furniture, especially what you want to call it. Uh, I want to call it a couch or whatever you would put in your office. It was more homey looking now, which was great. It wasn't so industrialized. They had more fabric than basically leather that you see in the office. So that was good to see. 
Uh, the same thing with chairs that were designed now. You can see chairs that could sit in your home office and could go in your dining room or, or go, go in your family room, you know, after work because they weren't they weren't an institutionalized chair. Yeah. You know, and the flips and the flip side of the chairs I saw were all ergo products. They look great. A lot of, lot of messed up, but everything on our floor seemed to have a uh, you know, theme of more ergonomics, and that kind of fit to what we were doing too, which made it a, a lot. It made our boots kind of stand out a, a bit more because we were all about ergonomics, so what, what we were showing. And, and then, you know, I saw a lot of sit-to-stand desks. And, you know, when it, you know, that, that trend is, what, four or five years old mm -hmm. now. And, uh, but, but what you saw were smaller desks that will fit in smaller spaces uh, so people could put in their home office, which was good. Uh, they weren't as deep as, pre as the previous ones came out a lot more attractive. So if you have an office in an open space in your home, it could sit there and look good in the corner. So yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, I think those guys really have caught on to the, their new customers, the home customer. So yeah, you got to be functional, you got to be business, business use, use, but you also got to work in that home. So we saw a yeah. lot of that. Okay. Uh, so work from home, obviously, it's a, it's a big trend. We've all been talking about that. But uh, you, you yeah. definitely saw that at Neocon. Oh, we did. Yeah, every everybody was was Everybody seemed to be focused on that work to home um, person. And, you know, we don't know, you know, I'm not a prognosticator. I can't tell you what's going to happen to the future. But this new, this last 18, 19 months has taught many, many major corporations that, yeah, people can work at home and be mm. very, very productive. Uh, so there's, there's going to be that hybrid working model. I yeah. don't see all these corporate offices closing all over the United States, but yeah. they won't be as popular. It won't be as populated on a daily basis as they were in the past. Yeah. At least yeah. for the next couple of years. Yeah. I mean, how, how have the past 18 months been for you and, and Flortex? What was it, what was it, what was it meant for you, the pandemic? Well, I don't know how, how, how I'll, I'll say it, it's been great. Um, okay. you know, we don't like, we don't, yeah, we don't like to brag at all, but the way that our first, our company was set up, correctly so we could help our our consumers drop ship to their end users. I mean, we, we had that model already set up in, in our distribution centers and, and the like, but what we found, uh, a couple things happened, some dynamics. Uh, you look on the, the big box guys like Amazon, uh, and, and there was a lot of chairman companies other than the big three, uh, a lot of people from uh, Asia. When the pandemic hit, all those people dropped off. They couldn't supply product. So the benefit was somebody like us, our couple, our two competitors, we garnered a lot of business that we probably wouldn't have gotten before. And so, yeah, we had our best year ever in okay. 2020. Yeah. yeah. In, 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 in terms of growth, I mean, this year, I mean, we're not, we're doing really good this year, but not like, like last year. So it, um, it really, um, it really propelled our business forward. And I think it got our name out more, which is even better. Speaking on, a, on behalf of Steve Bull, our, our CEO, he would say, yeah, 20 was a, was a very, very pleasant surprise. Okay, good. Well, it's, it's good to hear someone being positive about 2020. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. for us it was. But, you know, I'll, I'll say this. On our commercial side, we took a big hit. I yeah. mean, we took a huge hit. Hmm. We were, you know, we, we were down with, with, with those folks. But on the flip side of it, our, you know, our staples.com, our offsteeple.com, those numbers were off the chart. Okay. So, you know, it's, you know, they repositioned quickly hmm. and they were focused on that home customer. We were able to, to supply. And um, there you go. 
that's 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 what happened so we, we got caught kind of like in that perfect storm there good and yeah. you, your supply chain was was robust or robust enough to to meet the well, demand it, well yes and no and you know we, we've had these conversations i mean we like we did great but as we, we, sold we more. talked yeah we could have sold more if <laughs> we had more but we couldn't produce more you yeah. know it was it was it was it is what it is yeah but we're happy with what we were able to do um I think I don't like to talk out of school, but you know, I, I think we were shipping five times the quantity out of our warehouse than we were the previous year. So yeah, that is, right. yeah, not many companies can can make that kind of statement. So. Okay, good. The commercial side is it coming back? How are, how are you seeing that? Yeah, you know, I I am seeing that trend of comeback now. Um, you know, what I'm measuring on is what happened in 2019. You know, 2020 we throw away. So I'm I'm measuring the commercial side versus what we did with them in 2019. It's not quite there yet, but it's it's coming back very, very nicely. You know, I think a, a, both of our wholesalers are going to come pretty close to the 2019 numbers. So that, that okay. really is a good sign. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good sign for us uh, that they, they almost will hit 20, 2019 numbers. So I get, but again, for them, it's been a it's been been a tough slog for them. Also, they, they you know they they had to reinvent themselves and, and alike, and you know, and they both have done that. And, you know, now that more like, again people are going back to the office, it's gonna it's gonna help out our commercial channel. But it 2020 was we don't like to talk about the numbers. Yeah, yeah. You you mentioned earlier the good sales that you saw on the on the dot com, the websites. Is that still at a higher level now than it was back in 2019 or even last year? No, it's it, it's it's slowed down a lot. But mm. then what's happened is the commercial side, the B two B side, has really picked up. And you know, I'll give you, um, for instance, like Staples has really flipped. Um, where you know, before the pandemic, we were more of a B two B seller than we were on dot com. And then pandemic hit, and you know, their their Staples Advantage side kind of sales kind of slipped a bit, and dot com rose crazy. I mean, numbers were off the chart. And now this year, it's correcting again. So okay. I'm seeing that correction, which is it's a good indicator, at least from our aspect of what's happening in the marketplace. Since we we service both both channels, and, and you know, in particular, with a singular customer like a, like a Staples, and you see that trend switching mm. from from that that town now to Staples Advantage, the B two B side. It's it's telling me more people are going back to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, from a supplier's point of view, like like yourselves, in terms of digital marketing and digital tools, has the past year been a chance for you to, I guess, up up your game or or develop new new strategies and new tool tools for that? Oh, for sure, and you know what we have been on a mission on is to get A plus content out there to on all the websites that that we you know our retail partners along with starting to add video content where we can. And we're on most of the sites now with video content because, you know, it's one thing for somebody to see, a, you know, a product and, you know, in the blur of the internet. It's another mm -hmm. thing to see it in use with, with a video. Um, and so, yeah, we've really upped our game uh, on, on, that, on, that, on, that, on that realm, and especially, you know, you can, you can, you can, I'm not saying blame, but you, you could look at Amazon for kind of retraining the brain of the consumer out there. Right. And they've done a good job at that. Yeah. Uh, can't give them a heck of a lot of credit. So yeah. But they consumers, were good at that. consumers want that experience on other sites now, whether they're B2C or, or commercial sites. So they, 
Is the commercial channel there yet, or is there a way to go? It's a way to go, but they're getting there. They're getting there. They're getting there quicker than I thought they would. Ah, good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because you know when they when you start losing sales, uh, and and you see you see somebody else picking up, so it's you know it's interesting. And there and there's there's going to be that big big uh, fight out there, which is going on for the hearts and minds of uh, people who like next day delivery between Amazon and Walmart. That's going to happen forever. Mm. <laughs> But that also changes to how the staples in the office depots have to um, uh, present themselves, and, and you know, and SV Richards how how they're supporting their advantage dealers, how they're going to present themselves. So it's uh, it's made everybody up their game, and it's good because mm-hmm. it needed the business needed that. It really, really needed to be upgraded, and they are. You know, it's not it's not that hard to play catch up in a digital world. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. As long as you're willing to spend the money, it's, it's not not that hard. Well, that's so, a key, isn't it? Not not yeah. not all the all the especially the independent resellers have the resources to to right. spend a lot of money on that. Yeah. And that 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 is that is the thing. So that that's you know kind of the trends that we're watching. And you know, if I could regroup with you in a year, I'd give you a little more yeah. indication of what's going to happen again. But you know, you'll you'll be talking to plenty of other guys out there. Yeah. On, on that commercial space as to where it's all going to end up, but well, obviously, big big changes afoot. With we don't what's going to happen yet with the the retailers, whether they're going to you know, depot and staples. We assume yeah. that the something is going to happen. We might find out when uh, when depot reports its its results in a in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, so obviously, big 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 changes are going to happen by by the looks of it. Oh, for sure, and, and, and for sure, and you know, you, you, you I mean, you've read about how Staples has repositioned their stores as kind of a learning experience yeah. kind of kind of spot, and um, which is which is important. Uh, buy online, pick up in store. That's n- another big thing that's been been working. Yeah, but you know, with, with those two big guys, you know, we've had this conversation many times over many years. Who knows what'll happen? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, react when they tell me. Right. Right. Because right now it's a, we're all all speculating, and yeah. a few guys really know, and they're not telling us. <laughs> <laughs> they're not telling me either. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So, so, Joe, what's on what's on your to do list for the for the next few weeks and uh, months? Uh, as hopefully we we you know, come out of COVID and people start going back to their offices. How do you approach that at Floortex? Well, you know. You know, our owner, Steve, who's from the UK, is finally able to travel. So we are going to start going on a worldwide tour here mm. uh, again with him coming. He's coming over at the at the end of November. And, you know, he's got to get out and, and see the customers again. You got to engage at, at, at the higher level, which we're, which we're going to do. So that's going to be important. But then, we're, you know, we're looking at, you know, new initiatives and we're working on a project. Um, can't can't say much about it, but we're working on another project. Not going to give and, me a scoop on on that one then. Okay, uh, well, yeah, that or you can talk to Mr. <laughs> Parker to give you give you a scoop on that one. Uh, I don't want to steal his thunder, but we're working on another project that um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll start talking about when Steve comes over that we think is going to be a big opportunity for us. So mm. it's in surface protection. It's in protection. That's that's what we do, right? Okay. We're on the floor, on the desk, and yeah, and, uh, I mean that's our whole thing. So yeah, when as that thing moves along, I know you're friends with Mr. Barker, our marketing manager. So yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. we'll keep an eye out for yeah, that. Keep- I think yeah, I think so. Closer 
around the corner. You're off to Vegas, I think, in a, in a few days. Is the is it the Ergo show down down in Vegas? Yeah. yeah. Leaving leaving on Monday for Vegas. Uh, myself and Matt Galoyak, my uh, counterpart, our business development manager, we're we're both going there. So this this show, this Ergo Ergo Expo, is a uh, end user show. So. Yeah. Uh, the attendees are usually uh, facility managers and the like from major corporations. Okay. And yeah. it's all about ergonomics. It's not, not a big show. I mean, it's not nowhere near Neocon nor the attendance, but it's kind of intense as far as the customers who come because they, they are the decision makers. Um, and we'll be uh, showing our AFX text line, our anti-fatigue standing mats um, at, at the show. And you know, we'll also have our normal chairmats, a couple of our chairmats there, but our focus is more ergonomics. So mm-hmm. this is a big step for us, but you know, we believe that we have a good solution in the ergo world with our line of Apex techs. And the more people we can get in front of and show what we offer, the better we're going to be. Yeah. Health, well-being, ergonomics, big, yep. big trends uh, across it many categories. Big, yeah. It, 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 it is a big trend. And, yeah. you know, I don't know if you saw this, but SP Richards is now selling an exercise bike under, under the Morel brand. Yeah. We have a solution for that because we make a mega mat that you can put your exercise bike on, stand on, and protect your floor. So how about that? Okay, good. You got to plug in for that one as well. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry All right. About that. Okay. Well, listen, George, that was that was really interesting. Thanks for your thanks for your time, and I uh, hope you hope the show down in Vegas goes goes well next week. I will. And, you know, uh, I'll I'll try to drop you a line after the show to yeah, tell you. Appreciate uh, that. Yeah. And and, uh, and uh, are you going to uh, the IS? Uh, no, I'm not going personally. We've got some colleagues from OPI who who will be there, and then there's the North American Office Products Awards as well, which are taking place. Okay. Well, I I appreciate the time, and hopefully, I gave you a little insight to at least one man's opinion, as they That's say. That's great. Yeah. Appreciate that, George. Okay. Thanks, Andy. All the best. Cheers. Take care. Thanks. Bye bye. If you have got this far, then thank you for listening to this episode of OPI Talk. Please check out our website, opi.net, for news, interviews, analysis, and much more from the business products world. We've also got a great app that you can download from the App Store or Google Play. Just search for OPI Magazine. And we hope you will join us again soon for another episode of OPI Talk.